Hi, I'm Steve Westerly, and this is Beneficial Intelligence, a new weekly podcast with stories and pragmatic information for CIOs and other IT leaders. This week, moving learning online. The coronavirus has disrupted schools, universities, and all kinds of organizations who have some kind of training needs that they usually fulfill with instructor-led training. Just taking an instructor and putting him or her in front of a video camera doesn't really work. It's not the same as school children all over the world have realized, as college students have seen. In the US, where people pay a lot of money for their college education, there's actually more than 25 lawsuits by now, college students suing their universities saying they're not getting what they paid for. So that's one thing that's hard and you don't, just putting people in front of a video camera isn't really enough. Another thing that's hard is, of course, the participation. What you're seeing, what even the best learning platforms are seeing, is that they have a 90 to 95% dropout rate. It's only 5 to 10% actually complete their courses. And these are professional people who do online learning for a living, and they have been analyzing the data, they've been doing their very best to make engaging course content, and they're still seeing only 5 to 10% complete. So online learning is hard. There are, of course, some benefits as well. You get the recording, so you can give people access to the learning content, even if an instructor is not available, so you can give access on any schedule. And of course, sometimes you get the ability to get some feedback from people who normally do not speak up. We saw that uh, this week when uh, on the Supreme Court, the US Supreme Court went to video meetings and uh, Justice Clarence Thomas, who is famous for simply sitting on the court and pondering and not asking questions. He's actually, in one period, he was silent for 10 years of Supreme Court cases, but he was on video and he was given the floor and he did ask insightful questions. So sometimes you can use the fact that you have people on a video call to make sure that you get everybody's participation. So what are your options for delivering online training? You can use all the tools you already have. There's recorded video, there is video conferencing like Zoom, there is your your chat function like Slack, or you can subscribe to one of the learning platforms. The online learning platforms, several of them, are offered as SaaS solutions. So you basically swipe your credit card and you have access to everything in the cloud. So what should you choose? It depends on what kind of learning you are, you're looking for. If you're, if you're just looking to convey information, then a recorded video can be fine. If you just want to make sure that everybody has gotten, has been reminded of the bank's anti-money laundering uh, policies, then it might be enough to just have a video and a short questionnaire. If you're trying to impart soft skills, then you need something that happens in real time. You need a video call. If you're teaching people communication, you can't have that as a one-to-one interaction with an instructor. You need to have you need to have a team together at the same time. 
There you need something like Zoom that has the ability to have breakout rooms where people can discuss in groups, reconvene in a large group with the instructor. So some kind of online video platform, maybe supplemented with some chat, is good for teaching soft skills. If you're teaching hard skills, something, some specific technical knowledge, somebody needs to be able to operate a specific piece of software or be able to program more effectively, then you need something more than just a video. You need probably need one of the learning platforms to have the, to get the engagement and to get the completion that you need for people who need to master a large amount of material. So you can give them videos, text, quizzes. There's all, the, all of this gamification that is part of the online learning platforms where you have scoreboards, where you can have who has gotten the most stars. All of this um, friendly competition can help achieve your achieve the learning goals you're looking for. And last, you need to measure the results. So if you're if you're just trying to impart information, then you can simply measure whether somebody has watched the video to the end. If you are teaching soft skills, then you can use a subjective measurement. You can ask the participants how happy, how satisfied are you with the content of this course, with the learning that you have experienced in this online training. And if you're teaching hard skills, if you're teaching people to use a specific software package or to program in a specific programming language, you should be able to have some measures that tie together with your organization's measures, with some kind of key performance indicator, software quality you would expect, runtime performance to increase, or you would expect bugs to decrease, some kind of objective measurement. Once you have a measurement in place, whether it's for, for a, an information transfer, whether it's for soft skills or for hard skills, then you can see if you're achieving a reasonable result. And if you're not happy with the result, you can tweak the training form and measure again. If you're measuring, then you can make meaningful changes and see if you're improving. If you're not measuring, you're flying blind. Thank you for listening to Beneficial Intelligence, a weekly podcast with stories and pragmatic information for CIOs and other IT leaders. If you like the content, please spread the word. If you have comments, please get in touch. My contact information is in the show notes. See you next week.